Ford High School Weekly is brought to you by your Oklahoma Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Oklahoma. Welcome to Ford High School Weekly. I'm your host, Deanna Mate. On this week's episode, we're going to talk to one of the top scorers on the soccer pitch in the state of Oklahoma. That's right, my man, the one and only, Roman Hemphill, is here from Edmund Memorial. Roman, how's it going? Good, how are you? Not too bad, not too bad. Man, I like the green screen back there. It looks like we're doing some big things at the house. Yep, my Nana has it, and I just, she just set it up for me, and I just walked in. Man, got a shout out to Nana. Shout yep, out to Nana. Shout out to Nana. <laughs> All right, well, what we like to do here on this show is we get like to let the listeners and the audience get to know you off the playing surfaces before we get into the hard-hitting questions. Is that cool? Yes, sir. All right, so we're going to ask you some personal questions, and then we'll run it down. It'll kind of, some yes or no answers, but kind of elaborate when you get a chance, okay? Yes, sir. All right, first question I got for you. Favorite thing to do when you're not playing sports or in school? Um, It's got to be golf, you know. I feel like when I golf, I mean, I'm not really good, but when I golf, it's just super relaxed, and I like to go have fun with friends. So what do you like about the game of golf? Well, I just like how it's like super relaxing and it's just fun to do. Even that you don't even have to be good, but you can always have fun and yeah. All right. I recently played in a tournament for Oklahoma State football alumni and I was sending a picture to my friend Curtis Branch and I I literally on the second hole, I broke my driver. And yeah, I, I, man, the working out and the golf, they don't go hand in hand. <laughs> so I got to, the weight room is, is, is my calling, but I'm trying to get good at the golf. So what's the most embarrassing thing that's happened to you on a golf course? Probably throwing my club in the water. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what happened to, to, to cause you to throw your club in the water? So it's probably like a 50 yard. I had my sand wedge 50 yard you know, just easy chip shot. And I just chunked it and it probably went 10 yards and there was a big pond to the left. And I just threw my club and it went in the water and my dad made me go get it. (laughs) So it was one of those things where you had to learn a lesson, huh? Yep, exactly. (laughs) Haven't thrown any more clubs since then. Nope. (laughs) Right on, right on. All right, next question, all right? This one's kind of elaborate, so kind of bear with me here. I know in soccer, you guys do a lot of traveling, and I'm sure you and the family have to move around a little bit for all the competitions that you're involved with. So when you're traveling, where would you rather stay, okay? Now, Now listen to the three choices. You got camping, you got an Airbnb, or a five star hotel. Which one would you choose and why? I got to go five-star hotel. Go ahead and tell me why, man. Why, like, why the hotel over the over the Airbnb or camping? Well, I've never been a camper, so I've never done it before. I just don't really have an interest in it. And then the Airbnb, I mean, when I'm away, I kind of want to get out of the house, so I don't see a point in going to another house. And then the five-star hotels, I'm at the hotel a lot. I like to walk around and just clear my head after a game or something and – I don't know. It's just I've always loved to be in hotels for a weekend. See, that's my perfect answer right there, man. Camping, who needs that? I don't want to be out in the woods. Trust me, I'm good on that. But, I mean, I like the finer things in life, right? You you, Mm -hmm. you might as well splurge when you get an opportunity to. Exactly. Dream car. Dream car. So, right now I have a Dodge Challenger 2016, but it's just stock, nothing. But I want a wide-body scat pack Dodge Challenger. 
So, so you're staying in the whole challenger yeah. family of things. What, what yeah. about the challenger really has you intrigued and really has you kind of wanting to stay down that trajectory? Okay. So for my first car, I didn't really want a challenger because I thought they were like too wide or too big and I didn't really love it. And then it was after the Edmund Memorial had been North, uh, bat or what was it? Football game. And I came home and I walked in the garage and it was sitting there with like a ribbon on it after my birthday. And after that, I just fell in love with it. Driving it was easy and everything. And I just fell in love with the car, fell in love with Dodge. And I just want an upgrade, I guess. Man, my brother has a Dodge Challenger, man. And every time he lets me drive that thing, whew, the, the city it's, of the silly city of Dallas isn't safe, man. Those things no. are loud and muscle yeah. cars for sure. Yeah. So, all right. So next question before the final one of the kind of kind of the pregame, the personal questions. I like to ask this question to players and I haven't got a chance to ask it to a soccer player yet. I'm only basketball and football players and and some other individuals. But what's your favorite shoe to wear right now? Like brand or anything? Anything. I, I will, but I want. I want you to go down. I want the brand and right. the type of shoe that it is. All right. So it's got to be Nike. I'm a big Nike guy. Right on. For my cleats, it's Puma. But for shoes, it's probably Nike Dunks. All right. So I, I just like ordered. Like I've gotten a little bit of addicted mm -hmm. to the Dunks because my yeah, brother got me I my first it. pair, and mm -hmm. I, I I've like ordered two after that. The pandas and 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 some some royal blue ones. So what? color wave are you going with with the dunks okay so for the dunks my favorite ones i have are the coconut and white okay all right yeah. and <laughs> those just, are pretty nice yeah i feel like they just go with everything and i just like it like miss mix mat or mismatches sometimes and i just feel like it just flows with everything and they're easy to wear when we come back we'll talk to roman about his stylish haircuts and how he got through youth soccer. We'll be right back here on Ford High School Weekly. Welcome back to Ford High School Weekly. We're talking to Edmund Memorial Bulldog himself, Roman Hemphill. Roman, now we talked about, you know, what you like to do in your free time, but let's go ahead and get into the soccer. And let's go back to the very beginning. How did you get started playing? So when I was younger, my dad would always talk about how he played at SNU and college and just everything. And when I was younger, I always imagined like every soccer game was played in like a huge stadium. And that just kind of like drew me to it. And just I just pursued it after that. And after my dad got me started into it. So I, I did some research and were, are you the same Roman that used to rock the Mohawk everywhere? Yeah, that is me. <laughs> so go ahead and give us the story about that, man. What? Cause it's like, it's in every picture from you and your youth days. Yep. So when I was, I think it was third grade or first grade, it was one of the two, but I just asked my dad to get a Mohawk and went to great clips and got me a Mohawk. And I just had it until summer of freshman year or summer or sophomore year after freshman year. And then I finally cut it off and changed it. So did it become your kind of brand or what, what was the reason? So it was to gain attention. Yeah. So, so how did it work out for you? Was it a situation where you got attention from coaches or were you getting some unwanted attention as well? Well, I mean, honestly, both. I mean, I've always gotten hate for it every game. I get yelled at every game, even though I don't have my hair anymore. 
I mean, we were just in Yukon past week. I was getting yelled at for my Mohawk, getting yelled at for my ability to play and everything. But, yeah, but I've also gotten college attention and coach attention from it. So so what kind of player do you consider yourself to be? I don't know. I guess smart. Yeah, I guess just smart. I don't really lose the ball. The thing I love most about myself is I always find a way to score, and I feel like that's what I do best. So – when you were growing up and playing the game at an early age, I mean, who put that on you? Who kind of taught you the game and, and kind of taught you the right way and how to score and, and, and be in the right place and, and be smart with the ball on your feet? So that was all really my dad. We'd watch highlights together at night. We'd always just be watching soccer together and he'd always have teaching moments for me. But my main trainer when I was younger, his name was Guga. He was from Brazil. And he just taught me skills. He taught me how to finish. He taught me like movement, fin like anything around the goal or just any playmaking ability. He taught me that. And then my dad just supported it. And yeah. So when you say you had a trainer, it kind of leads me to this next question. I was wondering, did you play any other sports growing up? Uh, I mean, I played basketball, but that was only for like a couple months. And it was just YMCA when I was like eight and I didn't love it. So. So you've strictly been a soccer player for a majority of your life. Yep. Have you ever, I mean, we, t we talked about golf earlier. Is there any other sports that you were kind of curious about growing up that you kind of thought about playing? Well, I, I used to re be really good at wrestling, but it was when I was way younger, when I was like six and below, I used to be really good. I remember I only lost one match, but after that one match, I quit. <laughs> so what was the, what was the reason for that it was the end of the season or are you just yeah, like i've oh. never got pinned before and then when i got pinned i got scared and i started crying and then i just quit <laughs> hey hey man that wrestling stuff isn't for everybody trust no, me I've, I've never i've never stepped a foot on the mat so you got me there <laughs> after that i just couldn't so with that being with that being the case i mean what do you love about the game soccer so much well, I don't, I don't even know, to be honest. I guess it's just everything about it just attracts me to it. I mean, a lot of people don't like watching soccer. They say it's boring, but I think it's just a beautiful game. Like, if you understand it, I think it's amazing to watch. Or, Yeah. A beautiful game. That's what they call it, huh? Especially in Spain and everything. Like, watching Barcelona, which is one of my favorite teams to watch. My favorite team is Manchester United, but my favorite team to watch is Barcelona just because the way they move and their movement, like any movement they have and the way they move the ball. Hey, man, I, I've been I've been watching a little soccer myself and that those guys are pretty impressive. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll talk to Mr. Hemphill about so much more Edmund Memorial soccer and what he's got going on in the future. We'll be right back here on Ford High School Weekly. A Roman Hemphill joins us now, and the hat trick tonight. Yep, hat trick. How many of those do you have in your high school career? Uh, I think five. That's awesome. Great yeah. job. Welcome back to Ford High School Weekly. We're talking to Roman Hemphill from Edmund Memorial. Roman, now the soccer season is well underway. I know you guys have a terrific team for the Edmund Memorial Bulldogs right now. And what are some of the things that's working for you guys? Um, well, I feel like this is the first year we've all really bonded and acted like a family and all 
treat each other like we're brothers. And I feel like that's really thrived us in our season. So from that state championship team that made it to the state championship game from your freshman year, what's kind of similar from that team to this team that you're seeing that could do some real damage this year? Well, I feel like freshman year, I feel like we're way better this year. I feel like we have more talent. Freshman year, we didn't think we were a family. We just kind of played to play. But this year, I feel like we have way more talent and we're a family and we trust in each other. So you've said that word family quite a bit now. So mm-hmm. what are some of the links that you guys have gone to to kind of cultivate kind of a family environment? So at the beginning of practice, we always clap. We're not split up into groups. We're always together, family dinners, everything. Yeah, people don't understand, I mean, how much that really makes a difference yeah. for individuals and athletes to kind of get together off the field and kind of grow closer outside of the game so how is it how has it helped you guys as far as on the field is there any specific you know game or or, or characteristic or, or kind of skill that y'all have developed because of that off the field connection well i feel like when we're trying to help each other on the field even if it does come off like rude or i guess like in an aggressive way we all know that we're trying to help each other out and i feel like in the long run that really helps I see I that that I understand completely. Yeah. It's one of those situations where you don't take things personal because it's your friend and your teammate who has your best interests at heart that's helping you and being a little bit demonstrative, but you you know what he's getting at. Exactly. So is there is there any time this year that you can finally you you've seen that hey, we we we're a good team. What if if you could pinpoint that moment? What what game or what moment was it? got to be Evan North, you know, when we beat them 7-2. to two, We always knew that we had the talent, but we just needed to put the pieces together. And I feel like that game, it really brought out. I just feel like we played really good, played for each other, and played with heart. And that's all we could ask for. Man, 7-2 to two is, is, a, is a big, big score. I mean, kind of talk, us through, talk to some of the audience members who weren't able to witness that game. I mean, what was kind of the 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 beginning and the end and kind of the highlights of the game okay so when we were just warming up the girls were still going they had 12 minutes left in the game and lightning started striking so we had to go back into the locker room for about an hour the game usually starts at 8 and it started at 9 45 so that kind of just set everything off and at the first uh, when we were first warming up for like the eight o'clock game every you could tell everybody was focused and you could just tell that we were going to play good and then that just reset everything having to start the game an hour and 45 minutes later but then when we got on the field it was like everything changed everybody was aggressive everybody was fighting for each other everybody was talking and everybody was moving and I feel like everything just went perfectly yeah, with us being able to televise that game, we weren't we weren't you know looking for yeah. the delay too. So thanks a lot for making it at least a, a game that we could really enjoy with the seven yeah. to two score, and you guys did put on a very strong performance. Mm-hmm. So with that being the case, was there anything said in the locker room or by the coaching staff that kind of resonated with you guys as far as you know staying on top of your game and even though there was a delay, you guys being able to come back and you know still be be concentrated on getting that. That victory yep so it was really just us fighting for each other and just fighting for the game because last year we went up 1-0 early on and then we lost the game three to two 
and I feel like we had a better chance of beating them last year than this year, but I, I don't know. I, yeah, I don't know. So for those of the individuals who do not know, your dad is the head coach of the yeah, Edmund Memorial Bulldogs. So we always ask this to uh, coaches' sons. I mean, what's it like playing for your dad at this level? I mean, it's hard. I mean, he'll say something and I just say something back. But I've ne I've never treated a coach like that before. But it's just hard when I see who's yelling at me and saying something back. But I feel like it's gotten better. My first two years, it was harder on me, but I feel like I've matured more and gotten better at it. And I feel like even if I do say something back, we can just put it in the past and just keep moving on. <laughs> so does does any of those conversations and those arguments get brought to the dinner table or brought back home? No, but no, uh, we just forget it like right after it happens. Is there any is there any rule that you guys kind of set in place from like now to your like from from your freshman year to now that you guys have to, you know, kind of walk that fine line between, you know, player and coach and father and son? Well, I mean, he just always tells me that he has his best interest, like for my game. And it took me two years to realize that every time he criticizes me or tells me what I'm doing wrong, it's just to make me better and help the team and play better. Hey man, it's one of those things you're gonna have what you have to learn at a at a young age that the people who are, you know, being hard on you are the ones that kind of want you to succeed the most, huh? Yep, exactly. Yeah. Well, when we come back, we'll talk about a little bit more success that my man Roman is having. We'll be right back here on Ford High School Week. Welcome back to Ford High School Weekly. We're talking to Roman Hemphill from the Edmund Memorial Bulldogs. Now, Roman, with the success that comes your way, also comes college recruiters and so much other uh, off the field success that you know you kind of anticipate when you're when you're scoring at the clips that you do. So, who are some of the coaches and some of the individuals who are vying for your talents? So, the main one right now is St. Louis University Billikens. That's honestly the main one right now, but I've been in contact with many more like TU, Memphis, Kentucky, many more like that. So I know your dad played at the collegiate level. Is, is it very beneficial having him at your side going through this process? Yep. I mean, he works like a lot of the recruiting for me and he has a lot of connections and knows a lot of people. And then the connections we have also know more people and it just all adds together. So I'm not well versed in the recruiting world for the soccer side of things. So I'm sure it's, there's there's some difference and there's some similarities through you know football and basketball. But so how does how do you go about you know getting recruited and and getting heard and and, and talking to some of these coaches? Okay, so when I score like a super nice goal or just have a good game, I'll send we'll send them footage and anything we can do just to get in front of them. And it's honestly kind of hard because you have to stay in front of them. You have to, every, not every day, but super often, you just have to stay in front of them in order for them to even know who you are. And yeah. So with that being the case, has it always been a kind of a, a long, uh, a dream to play at the collegiate level? Yep. Is and so how does it feel now that that dream is kind of getting closer and closer to being approached? 
I mean, I've never really thought about it until yesterday when I was thinking about the interview. And I was thinking that all of my work I've put in through all my years is finally paying off and finally, most likely, going to go D1. So with that being the case, the, the reaching, kind of getting to the part where you're reaching that goal, what are some of the other goals that you've had set for yourself for, for a long time now? Um, so another one would... I mean, obviously be going pro, but the other one would be playing in Europe, not even just at a youth level, but also when I'm older. So to kind of accomplish those, you know, those dreams and aspirations, what do you think it's going to take, especially in in this kind of this year right now? Well, I mean, the, right now is probably the best soccer or not just right now. High school is probably the best soccer I've played in my whole life. I just feel like everything's been clicking and I just feel like everything adding together has helped me so much and just all the training I've been doing these past three years and everything. Well, with that being the case, what are some of the goals that your team has as far as, you know, reaching the success that you guys want to reach for Edmund Memorial Soccer? Yep, we just want that state championship. Right now in our locker room, we have our state title run-up, um, the runners-up in our locker room and we're just trying to replace that trophy with the state champions well man i wish you all the luck and all the success especially for the edmund memorial bulldogs i know you guys are working really hard over there yep. and hopefully we get to see you guys hoist up that gold ball at the end of the season man yeah thank you and thank you for joining us thank you Be sure to go to yourview.com slash OK for highlights and replays of the fourth game of the week. And check out our podcast and past episodes at yourview.com slash OK. Remember, guys, own the best in Oklahoma, like Roman Hemphill, make the Ford High School Weekly. So thank you for watching. And until next time, I'm Dion Amato. Ford High School Weekly has been brought to you by your Oklahoma Ford dealers. Ford is the best in Oklahoma.